Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Blood is Thicker Than Ballers podcast. This show has two hosts. We're brothers. We talk about sports. My name is Robin Zigzume and host number two or 1A or one, <laughs> Jonathan, go ahead. Talk to the people. How's it going, people? We got a packed episode for you this today. This All day. right, so so the, the NFL draft is coming up, okay? Everybody's excited about the NFL draft. Everybody's excited about the prospect of their team uh, drafting in their next superstar, their next team leader, their next Hall of Famer. But what is usually common in drafts, you know, along with drafting some really good players, is drafting some bust, okay? So we're going to talk about some of the most epic draft busts over the last 10 seasons. So we're starting uh, with the 2011 draft and then moving forward to last year's 2020 draft, okay? And we're going to talk about our top 10 draft busts, the guys that we feel did not live up to expectations, did not uh, – you know, satisfy the hype that surrounded them coming out of college, all right? Mm. So these are players that, you know, some of these guys are actually still playing in the league, all right? But you know, whenever there's a NFL draft, every single NFL draft has busts. Guys picked early in the draft, guys picked top 10 that simply do not live up to the hype. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about that today, Okay. Because the draft is coming up, a lot of people are getting excited, and sure enough, there are going to be some draft busts. So our top 10, or list of 10 notable draft busts in the last 10 NFL drafts. That cool with you, John? That is definitely cool with me. I got... Okay. We got some, we got some names, folks. We got some names. Okay. All right. So first off... I think it's best to start at number 10 and then work our way up all the way to that uh, number one bus. Okay, kind of save that for the last. So, John, you got any honorable mention, any any guys that you thought were bust that did not make your list before we get the official list started? Yes. Um, I, I had some more people that I should have put on this list, but I only put two on the list. Um, because I like to keep things, you know, short, short and sweet. Mm-hmm. On my honorable mention list, um, one of them is a kicker. And this a was a kicker. kicker. Yes, this was a kicker who, and it was funny because if you go back and watch um, Todd McShay and the other mock drafts, he was supposed to be the highest drafted kicker in NFL history. There okay. were a lot of teams that were positioning themselves to draft him because he had a booming leg in college. Okay. Okay. Better than Janikowski and a lot of other people. No oh boy, and he I was athletic. I want to hear this. And the name is Roberto Aguayo. Oh my gosh. If you the remember, fact that you even remember a kicker. Yes. Go ahead, so, John. Let's let's go and, 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 and I'm gonna tell you why it's an honorable mention. This usually kickers are picked in the fifth and sixth and late rounds, correct? Yeah. In every mm-hmm. draft. 
Yep. He was a second round pick. Mm. And reason being, there were, um, and I had to look back. So I was like, I, I, I remember the name. And so I did some research on it. And there were teams who had, there were some teams who had multiple picks. And they were like, it's possible he might be drafted in the third round, which is unorthodox for a kicker. Yeah. And he got drafted in the second round mm-hmm. because he was an athlete and he can kick. Okay. Because it, uh, if you remember in Florida State, they ran a couple of sleep, uh, sneak touchdowns with, with Roberto Aguayo a couple of times because he mm-hmm. had some jets as a kicker. Mm-hmm. The Buccaneers drafted him, and he did not last at all <laughs> in the league. Yeah. Um, so he's on the list. list. The other That's guy, he should have mm-hmm. been, if we had our list as a top 20, he would have been on the list. Okay. Um, but Josh Rosen is on, mm. is on my honorable mention list. Okay. Um, he's still in the league. He was drafted in 2018, first round, 10th overall pick by the Arizona Cardinals. He was so mm-hmm. bad. Then Arizona had to draft another quarterback. <laughs> Let that sink in, folks. <laughs> We're literally three, three seasons removed. And Arizona, who drafted him in the first, in the top 10 picks, was like, this guy is so bad. We have to draft another quarterback. Hmm. So he made the honorable mention list. Had had we had a top 20, he would have definitely been on the top 20 list. But I just had mm-hmm. Roberto Aguayo and I had Josh Rosen as my honorable mention. I had some other names that I could have put, but I just wanted to keep it short uh, for honorable mention. All right. So my honorable mention, I got one guy, Alvin Smith. Mm. Alvin Smith, uh, drafted in 2011, top 10 pick out of Missouri. He was a, a freak. Uh, he actually made an all-pro. So you're asking, why is an all-pro on a draft bus list? It's because of what happened off the field, okay? Uh, just an absolute, uh, you know, inability to stay on the field because of his off-field activity. So he, in 2012, was arrested on uh, DUI. He got stabbed in a fight later on that year in, in uh, 2012. Got in a single car accident the next year in 2013. Um, he's arrested on suspicion of DUI in marijuana possession. Uh, and then in 2013, August, he had uh, charges of possession of uh, assault weapons. He had uh, three felony charges of assault weapons. Uh, and then, of course, in 2013, he's, uh, he's suspended for his transgressions with the assault weapons. And if you look, like in 2014, as he's trying to try to get everything back together, he did spend some time in jail for another DUI. He got suspended again by the NFL in 2014, uh, the, the first nine games or so. And then just tell, just to tell you how talented he was, three years after getting drafted and his suspensions and his arrest, the Niners still refused to release him. Yep. Okay. They still kept him on the, on the uh, roster. They even restructured his, his uh, contract in 2015 um, to kind of help him, you know, earn roster bonuses, kind of incentivize him to stay clean. Uh, he had another alcohol-related driving case in 2015. Uh, they finally released him in, 20, in 2015, and he gets signed the next month by the Raiders, of all teams. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
he had a hit and run. Like he gets signed on September 11th, 2015. And then after on the same day he gets signed, he gets into a uh, a DUI hit and run with property damage and vandalism. Okay, on the day <laughs> he gets signed, uh, he gets suspended again and gets re-signed by the Raiders in 2016. Uh, then he's seen on Periscope that. Uh, the video streaming uh, media service, uh, smoking marijuana, and then actually reports into a rehab facility in October 2016. Then uh, in 2017, he had a domestic violence incident. He has he struck a the car of a San Francisco police officer in 2017. Uh, he reached a plea agreement to drop his DUI in 2017. And I mean, the list kind of goes on and on up until the point he gets released by the Raiders in 2018, uh, domestic violence charges again in 2018, in March of 2018. And then uh, just recently, he was arrested on assault charges in Louisiana. That was this past week. So an all pro, okay, he had 19 and a half sacks uh, one season, an all pro talented uh, defensive end pretty much has been a bust because he can't stay on the field. And that's my honorable mention, Alvin Smith. Mm. So that was pretty crazy. Uh, let's get started with, with, with the list. So I'm going to ask you, John, to go mm. with your number 10 <laughs> draft bust. So he's number 10. So my number 10 draft bust. Mm-hmm. Um, so some people see hit, uh, where he was picked. You might say, well, John, why is he on your list? The thing is, you need to know the backstory of this of this of this player. Mm-hmm. My uh, my number 10 is Ruben Foster. Okay. He was first round 31st overall pick. And the only reason why he was 31st was because of a shoulder surgery he had. Uh-huh. But he was talked about as being they said whoever had drafted him. A lot of people suspected that he was going to be the next Lawrence Taylor, possibly LeVar Arrington type of, type of player. Let's not mm-hmm. forget, he was, <laughs> just to give you some stats on this guy, okay? Um, he, his, his collegiate career was spectacular, okay? Um, he's the B- um, Buckus Award winner. Mm-hmm. He played three years at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's here's where it went down. Okay, he gets drafted. Mm-hmm. He has missed forty eight games since being drafted. Mm. Forty eight games. Okay, his rookie year, he missed the first six. <laughs> well, he, he was suspended. No, no. Yeah, he missed. Yes, he missed. Because you remember why. Um, after recovering from surgery, surgery, he had an outburst at the hospital where, and he apparently they said that he had attacked one of the nurses or something like that. Um, and then, um, at the Scott, at the scouting combine, he had, remember he failed his drug test. That was the reason why he fell in the top 10 out of the top 10, because a lot of players had him, a lot of teams had him in the top 10. He fell to 31 because of the failed drug test, which mm-hmm. he was like, well, listen, like, listen, you know, m- m- maybe that's a mistake. But that was a precursor of everything else that happened. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. He got arrested twice. Okay. And uh and in 2018 it says he was arrested and charged with felony domestic violence. Mm. So he's currently on the Washington Redskins roster. Like he was so bad. And he stayed on the 49ers roster for a couple of seasons. And they were yeah. like, look, like we can't make this work. Mm-hmm. We can't make this work. And they let him go. He bounced around. He ends up uh, on Washington. And he didn't play. <laughs> he was on the injured list for, yeah. for the Redskins. So um, he's still on a roster. But in terms of his, of what many people said that he would become, they were saying that he would become the next coming of Lawrence Taylor. Like yeah. he was that good at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did not pan out to be what you know, the thing is, you know, I'm saying he's still young. He still has time, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, after we're looking at, he's been in the league now six years. It has not think about it. He's been in the league six years. He's already missed 48 games. Yeah. Um, there's not much, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. what else you can say about this guy, but he is number 10. Um, on okay. My mm-hmm. Okay. So my number 10 is a quarterback um, drafted out of Washington, uh, drafted in 2011. It was the eighth overall pick and his name is Jake Locker. Okay. Oh, Jake, okay. Jake Locker was the 10th is my, is my, my, my number 10 threw for over 7,000 yards at the university of Washington. Uh, drafted eighth overall by the Tennessee Titans and proceeded to really not do much of anything. Uh, he's thrown for, he threw for 4,967 yards, 27 touchdowns and 22 interceptions in four seasons. Uh, and he was unceremoniously cut by the Tennessee Titans and he was pretty much never heard from again, basically. So Jake Locker, uh, seen as a potential uh, leader, uh, franchise, I guess, changer or uh, franchise quarterback did not pan out a total bust. Top eight pick, played four seasons, 27 touchdowns, 22 picks, and that's it. We heard nothing else from Jake Locker. He is my number 10 bust. Now, John, let me hear your number nine mm. bust. So he's on my list. My number nine bus uh, is Mitchell Trubisky. Number nine? He's number nine wow. on my list. And I'm going to tell you why wow. he's number nine, though. I'm going to tell you why he's number nine. But Mitchell Trubisky, he's a quarterback out of North Carolina, drafted uh, first round, second overall by Chicago Bears, ahead of Deshaun Watson and that other guy, Patrick Mahomes. Um, mm-hmm. He's number nine, and he would have been higher. But there's a dubious fact about uh, Mitchell Trubisky that he has thrown for 10,000 yards and has 1,000 rushing yards as a quarterback in 49 games, which mm-hmm. is franchise records for the Chicago Bears. That tells you, uh, that tells you a lot about Chicago Bears. Right. But, the, but seriously, a guy already, what, four years, five years in the league already with 1,000 as a quarterback with 1,000 rushing yards, that's usually – the, well, a lot of the it, it, yeah I that's 200 yards a season right which is which he's is terrible good. okay 
Most quarterbacks don't run at all. Okay. They get more than 200 yards a season. Okay. Okay. We can, we can, we can debate that. Um, but he's on this list because <laughs> let's not forget the Chicago Bears traded up. Oh, yeah. Get this man. Okay. <laughs> they traded up. You traded up to get a guy because you were afraid that the teams in front of you were going to draft him, which was mm-hmm. probably one of the biggest mistakes the franchise has ever made. Oh, yeah. Big time. Um, and, you know, there's another player that, that they have picked that is on my list as well. Um, that I feel was worse than Trubisky. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. and, and, and I'm going to tell you why I think he was worse because. Well, don't, don't reveal yeah, your pick. I, won't, I will not reveal it, but um, yeah, Mitchell's on this list. Um, he is so bad that the bears have finally mentally decided to let go of him. And it, now he is a backup for Josh, <laughs> for, for our guy in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, he is now his backup. But yes, Mitchell Trubisky, uh, and and t- to be honest, th- th- he would have been a lot higher. But I gave him grace because of the stats that he put up. He put up all right stats, but he's a bust because he has not panned out. Um, he has not panned out to what he should be. Like for a guy who a team traded up for, mm-hmm. you should be at least. 80% of what Mahomes or Deshaun Watson could do. And you're not, and you're hey, not even there. Was, if it was 50%, that would, that would be, uh, you know, yeah. So he's just, better, but he's, you know, he's, he's, he's bad. bad. So that's why he's, yeah, the list. fact that, you know, he's number, he's number nine. I want to see who wants higher than him. Um, so my number nine, it's a, it's a little emotional because it's also my team, you know, as all you guys know, I am a New York Giants fan. That is my football team. Number nine, it was a top 10 pick in 2016. Picked ahead of Laramie Tunsil, which who I wanted the Giants to take that year. His name is Eli Apple. Eli oh. Apple is a horrible, was, it was a horrible pick. Uh, three career interceptions. Uh, never really established himself as a cover corner. The Giants end up trading him for basically uh, – Table scraps. He was a. They said he was a bad in the, in the locker room. Those were reports. Bad in the locker room. Traded to the uh, New Orleans Saints, and the Saints cut him uh, as well. So he's currently with the Carolina Panthers, I believe. Uh, Eli Apple, but just he was drafted as one of the best cover corners in the league. Just could not get his technique down. Uh, got beat a lot. Three career interceptions. Eli Apple. Just a total bust and a disappointment in his career, his short career with the Giants. He was the 10th pick in the 2016 draft. All right. So we're now on to number eight. And I'm going to go first on this one. I'm going to mm-hmm. go number eight. And I'm going to let you know who my number eight draft bus is. Somebody you already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Josh Rosen. Mm. That's the eighth draft bust. Uh, he was the uh, 10th overall pick out of UCLA uh, in 2018. Ended up getting traded away in 2019 after the Cardinals selected Kyler Murray uh, to be his replacement after just one season. That was more like a regime change. Uh, the coach wanted a more athletic quarterback. They got rid of Josh Rosen. 
But basically, Josh Rosen, uh, he was picked ahead of uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, who's having a pretty good uh, career with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, he's a 54% passer in his career, 12 touchdowns, 19 interceptions for Josh Rosen. That is his stat line uh, after his first uh, three seasons in the NFL. Uh, he He's a bust. Now, with a bust, he has an opportunity to kind of reclaim himself, but right now he's the backup to Josh Allen. Uh, no, he's not the backup to Josh Allen. He's what? Uh, what's his position right now? I think, I think he's somewhere. He's playing, he's playing for somebody. He's on a <laughs> roster. He's on a <laughs> roster somewhere. He pretty much has fallen off. I got him. I got him mixed up with a bad quarterback. I got him mixed up with, with, with Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, but uh, Josh Rosen <laughs> is. Uh, if you look at his bio, he's a he's a quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers currently, but he's not going to be playing anytime soon for the 49ers because they have Garoppolo. They're trading obviously for and they're going to get a quarterback in this draft. Hey Rob, just to let you know yeah. how just to let you know how bad Josh Rosen is. The 49ers currently have a quarterback who they don't believe in, and he's on the roster. And they look mm-hmm. at him and they say, you know what? We're looking at Rosen. Who is a top 10 first pick quarterback from a couple of years ago? We need another quarterback. We don't have confidence in giving him a chance. We're going to go mm-hmm. draft a quarterback. <laughs> yep. And they traded That's picks. To, yeah. I'm telling you, yeah, Josh Rosen is definitely one of the uh, the worst. Mm. The worst uh, quarter. There's a lot of quarterbacks on, on this list, but Josh Rosen definitely uh, deserving of the. Draft bust moniker on this mm. one. So, John, hit us up. What, who's your number eight guy? <laughs> I believe that this number eight guy would not be on people's list if they really think about it. But if you really, really look at his body of work, you'll see why he's on this list. Mm-hmm. My number eight draft bust comes out of the 2013 draft. His name is D. Milner. You're probably like, who the heck is D. Milner? Mm -hmm. D. Milner was a quarterback who was dubbed the next Deion Sanders. He came out of the University of Alabama. First Mm -hmm. round, ninth pick overall by the New York Jets. Let's talk about this guy, D. Milner. D. Milner made Saban's all-time defensive team. He's on Nick Saban's all-time defensive team. Now, remember, Nick Saban has had quite a few studs mm-hmm. on his all-defensive team, all right? I want to give you guys a quote. Um, this is a, a guy by the name of um, – I want to pull up his name here. Um, Phil Savage. He's an Alabama radio uh, analyst. This is what he said. Okay. Um there is no short end. You're out there on an island against top flight, top shelf athletic receivers. And watching him, I never felt this is the center. This is a true shutdown in your face. He's going to take a guy out of the game corner. That was what we was dubbed. The New York Jets believed in D Milner so much. Guess what happened that year in the draft? The New York Jets traded all pro Darrell Revis away to draft D Milner. Mm. Okay. Let that sink in. 
You had Darrell Revis. You got rid of Darrell Revis to draft this guy. All Ooh. right. And <laughs> Rex Ryan was amped about this guy. Um, and, and, and it says, we looked at Dee Milner and thought, hey, he has the potential for it. That's how we looked at it. He was the first player at his position taken that year in the draft class. And it says the next cornerback chosen was DJ Hayden. Um, after also him, who's also who was also a bust. But uh, literally, this guy, uh, I, for what he had, uh, he was done. He only lasted no more than three years in the league and disappeared mm-hmm. off the face of the earth. Mm. So yes, D. Milner. D. Milner. Yes. Mm. That, that goes to show you, a lot of people, like, he, he wouldn't be on your bus list. But he, listen, Darrell Rivas got traded for this guy. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, Darrell Rivas is a Hall of Famer, okay? Darrell yeah, Darrell is a Hall of Famer. So think about this. A future Hall of Famer was traded away for this guy. Mm-hmm. So that's why he makes a list. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> D. Milner. Now, D. Milner did not make my list, <laughs> but uh, here's somebody who did. My number seven draft bust is from the 2012 NFL draft. Uh, full of okay? them. Yeah, the 2012 is like the draft to go to for draft busts because that's uh, a lot of them came from that 2012 draft. Horrible draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Blackman. Oh, okay. He was... He right. was he was the fifth overall pick in 2012. Now, mind you, uh-huh. between 2011 and 2020, only five wide receivers were selected in the top five. Okay, you had Amari Cooper who got selected top five. You had AJ Green selected top five. Mm-hmm. Justin Blackman was one of the better receiving prospects. Okay, in the NFL. Now, he amassed 3,500 receiving yards and 40 touchdowns in three seasons at Oklahoma State. Prototypical size, good hands. Uh, actually caught 93 passes in his first two seasons. And then never caught another pass again. Okay? Basically, after his two seasons, Justin Blackman disappeared because of marijuana uh, and just be- basically being phased out of the league as his uh, you know, drug habit pretty much put him out and kind of salted away what we thought many people thought would be a pretty solid career so justin blackman once again a fifth overall pick in 2012 one of five receivers that was selected in the top five between the years of 2011 and 2020 and basically like i said flamed out never caught another pass after catching 64 passes in his in his freshman or rookie season and 29 passes in his sophomore season as an nfl player uh, 93 catches and just never ever panned out, never became the star. Uh, had all the prototypical size, had all the prototypical speed, had the hands, but simply could not keep or stay off the weed. And it basically burned up his career. So, my number seven, Justin Blackman, Oklahoma State 2012 top five pick. John, who's your number seven? It's funny you mentioned Justin Blackman because he's on my list, but he's a little bit higher. Okay. Um, but the next guy on the list is another forgotten name. 
and he's a corner. Um, he was drafted first round, eighth overall, the number one corner that was drafted that year. Mm-hmm. And his name is Justin Gilbert out of the University of Oklahoma State. Mm, Oklahoma State, beginning to him. Yeah, the Browns drafted this guy. And to let you guys know about Justin Gilbert in college, he was a lockdown corner um, in college. A lot of the top receivers um, in that year were shut down mm-hmm. by Justin Gilbert. But Justin Gilbert, unfortunately for him, and think about it, six feet, 202 pounds, um, highest rated quarterback in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, he had six career kickoff return touchdowns. 2,600 career kickoff return yards in college. Big, uh, that was second in Big 12 history. Mm-hmm. He was a All-American first team, Jim Thorpe Award finalist, and defensive MVP of the Fiesta Bowl. Mm. Okay? Um, he was a killer kick returner and a um, monster um, corner. And Unfortunately for him, not only was he drafted so high, and there were a lot, and that draft was stocked with a lot of corners that year. Mm-hmm. Um, he did not pan out, and he ended up flaming out. And there were a lot of te- there were a lot of people who said Gilbert is it is that Gilbert's former teammates questioned his commitment to the sport and football IQ, but nobody expected him to bust out of the league so vast. Yeah. He, he busted out within the first three years. He was done. He, he spent, first of all, his rookie season, he could barely make the roster. Yeah. A guy who was drafted eighth overall, the first corner drafted out of the, out of the draft, he, um, he flamed out. And, <laughs> yeah, he... Listen, he flamed out really, really bad. Faster than a lot of first-round picks flame out the league. He was done by 2017. Hmm. Uh, He got cut by Cleveland. Mike Tomlin picked him up off waivers, and they got rid of Mm -hmm. him at the end of the year. And they were just done with him. They were just done. Yeah. Um, And so, remember, he was drafted because the Browns, the year prior, had drafted Joe Hayden. Mm-hmm. And he was a lockdown corner, and the Browns wanted another lockdown corner on the other end, and Gilbert did not pan out. Mm. So that's my uh, that's my number seven pick. Um, number seven, number seven. So mm-hmm. number seven, uh, you know, for me, of course, it was it was receiver. You picked the corner. Mm-hmm. I am now going to number six. Mm-hmm. Number six. For me, again, it's a little emotional because this was a, a New York Giant. Mm. This, this happened, uh, you know, during a time when the Giants, you know, who were still trying to get out of the doldrums, were just a terrible, uh, moribund franchise and just couldn't seem to get anything right when it came to the draft. This is the 2015 draft, and this is the ninth overall pick. His name is Eric Flowers. Mm. Okay. Eric Flowers was a complete and total bust. 
uh, for the New York Giants. An absolute, and he's one of two uh, offensive linemen who made my uh, list of draft busts. So number nine overall, he was, after his first season, okay, he was rated as a 76, as the 76th best tackle in the NFL. Mm. Number nine overall, after your rookie season, you're ranked number 76, the 76th best tackle in the NFL. Mm. Okay? Mind you, there are 32 teams in the league mm. and usually two tackles. So that's 64 guys that are the starting tackles. After one year, you are worse than a than average starting tackle. Eric Flowers was one of the worst guys, uh, one of the leading penalty. Uh, he got penalized, you know, pretty high or pretty frequently as a uh, offensive tackle. Uh, I think the uh, kind of signature game of his uh, career was when Ziggy Ansah, who probably had eight sacks that entire season, burned him for three sacks in one game and almost ended Eli Manning's career mm -hmm. uh, due to the fact that Eric Flowers couldn't block. He also tried to trip uh, defensive ends who blew past him. He was just... <laughs> He was just a definitely just, an embarrassment. A, definitely yeah, he was an embarrassment. embarrassment. He was an embarrassment and just a really bad pick. Uh, number nine out of Miami, University mm. of Miami. Uh, just a terrible pick. He was cut after three seasons. Mm -hmm. Sad part about Eric Flowers is that he's, and I always thought that he was better at guard than he was at tackle, but he's actually been moved to. Uh, to guard and he's actually playing a little better but as a tackle number nine pick an absolute flame out a bust he was terrible eric flowers is your number six draft bust mm -hmm. so john who do you have at number six number six is justin blackman for me okay so okay. he was on my list uh like you said earlier 2012 draft which i got which i want to preface this the 2012 draft had a ton of busts if we were to rank the years of the most bus, I think 2012 would be up there. Um, first round, fifth overall, Jacksonville picked him up. Let's, you know, he ran a 4-4 in the combine. He was supposed to be a beast of a receiver. And he flamed out. Uh -huh. And he flamed out big time. Um, so I don't want to add any more fuel to Justin Blackman anymore. Because <laughs> honestly, I... I am embarrassed to talk about him because guess what school he came from? Oklahoma State. Who yeah, else came yeah. from Oklahoma State? That was a bust. The guy I had right behind him, Justin Gilbert. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma State has had, has produced, believe it or not, folks, if you do your research, Oklahoma State and Alabama are up there in NFL bus, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, believe yeah. it or not. All right. So those Who's are next? our bottom, those are our bottom five. Mm -hmm. The top five draft busts are coming up. And I think this has been a really good uh, segment so far. So we're going to take a halftime, take a break. And we will reveal our top five draft busts in the last 10 NFL drafts. Oh. Now, mind you guys, you're going, there are people in the 2021 draft that will add to this list. Okay. And I'm pretty sure one of the quarterbacks, now, I don't wish that on anyone. These are young kids who have worked hard to be the best it can be and, you know, reach a level of success that very few athletes can reach. 
But the numbers say one of those guys, one of those five quarterbacks, if not two or three of them are going to be bust. And they're going to be added to this list. But right now, we're talking about the previous draft bust. We'll be right back uh, after a word from our sponsor. All right, now we are back and ready for the top five draft bust, number five. Go ahead, John. Who's your number five draft bust? <laughs> I'm going to cry because this is another bust from my team, the Chicago Bears. This bust, um, I had high hopes for. 2015, first round, seventh pick overall. The Bears had a lot of other guys they could have picked. They picked out of the University of West Virginia, Kevin White. Mm. Mm. Kevin White. Kevin White. Oh, God. Kevin White. Um, I was, this was one of the picks of the drafts um, who I thought, who my team has picked, who I thought would have been stellar, okay? Kevin mm-hmm. White, um, the issue with Kevin White is he gets drafted. He suffered a stress fracture, which sidelined his rookie year. So let's so let, so let not forget, he was a beast of a receiver in college. All right. Mm-hmm. And his rookie year, he's hurt. Okay. Mm-hmm. He then, um, oh gosh, he just had a tumultuous injury after injury and never materialized. The Bears kept him on the roster for a couple of years and he just never materialized. Um, mm-hmm. And there's more I can say about Kevin White, but because it's it, it's my team, my heart is torn because I was amped when he had drafted this guy and mm-hmm. he failed. Um, he oh, was epically. he was supposed to be the next coming of Megatron. Um, a lot of people compared his his body style to to Megatron. Um, they said he had hands like Moss um, and some of the. And some of the conversation is some of the mock draft conversation and the bears needed a receiver and they went and, and got their receiver and he flamed out. Hmm. Kevin uh, white, Kevin white, number five, Kevin white, my number five, my number five is a, uh, he almost won the Heisman top three Heisman. One of the best running back prospects in uh, NFL draft history. Flamed out Trent Richardson, running back out of Alabama. Mm. Uh, drafted by the Cleveland Browns, over 2,000 yards and 17 touchdowns in three seasons. Uh, he was one of the best running back prospects in, uh, you know, you think about it, to be drafted in the top three as a running back, that says a lot about, what people thought of or how highly touted this young man was uh, one of the better draft prospects. Like I said, almost won the Heisman trophy uh, last seen playing football in the Mexican football league. Okay. Plays in the Mexican football league. Uh, Trent Richardson. He was built like a horse. He was short. He was uh, strong could you know, finish between the tackles, but for some reason I just, and that was one of the weirdest ones. He never, there's no reason, reason why. He played it for Cleveland, didn't work out, played for Baltimore. Uh, I believe he also played for Oakland. And this never seemed to work out for Trent Richardson. Uh, 
top five draft bust, 2012, uh, third pick overall out of Alabama, Trent Richardson is a draft bust. Now, number four, I'm going to go first with number four. I'm pretty sure, like mm. I said, number four, you're not going to have this on your list. Okay. But he's from, he's from the 2020 NFL draft. Mm. He was selected 29th overall. Isaiah Wilson. Okay. Mm. Now. You got him up there high. Yes. And here's why. Isaiah Wilson was a first-round pick out of the University of Georgia, an offensive tackle. He played three snaps in his rookie season. (laughs) Not three games. Three snaps from the Tennessee Titans. And was ceremoniously uh, traded away for a seventh-round pick after his rookie season, to the Miami Dolphins, mm. who a week later released him <laughs> after he was caught speeding and evading police in Georgia. Mm. You're a first-round pick, and they get three plays out of you. Three plays. <laughs> he is the epitome of bust. Isaiah Wilson, first-round pick, 29th overall. Hey, and listen, I love UGA. I'm an alum of uh, University of Georgia. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Baker did not make my list, but he's a bust too. Yeah. Okay. He's a first-round pick um, by the New York Giants. Bust. He allegedly held up someone at a card game for money. A certified bust. Isaiah Wilson is my number four bust. You play three plays and get cut after your rookie season, goodbye. Isaiah Wilson, number four. John, who do you have? My number four is a guy who came with a lot of fanfare. 2014 draft out of the University of Texas A&M. First round, he was a 27th pick, 22nd pick overall. Only reason why he was that low was, was because of his height. A lot of people said that he was the best quarterback coming out of the draft. And that is Johnny Manziel. Okay. That's if you see that would be if you had expectations. I did not think he was he, he right. was that good. But here's the thing: a lot of people thought he, he was picked that low mainly because of his height, because he was li- barely, they say, six feet. But the guy had a gun of an arm, and there was one game that a lot of col- that, that a lot of scouts watched. Remember, he played against one of the most one of Saban's most dominant defenses in Saban's career, the 20, the 2013, 14 Alabama Crimson Tide. And he torched that team. Mm-hmm. He, he torched them. He ripped that defense apart. And um, he had his signature <laughs> money sign. But Johnny Manziel was first round, 22nd overall by the Cleveland Browns. There were a lot of scouts who, who, who said, and I remember that day, there were a lot of people who said that the, that the Browns got their guy, um, that the only thing that would, would affect the Browns is if they, they didn't have a good supporting cast around him. But mm-hmm. I wanted to give his, he, he signed a lucrative four-year college deal. Um, I mean, four-year NFL contract. But he flamed out so bad, and I and I had his stat line here. Um, the Browns cut him after year two. Mm-hmm. He got cut, and 
what makes it worse is <laughs> his stat line was 57% completion rate, seven touchdowns, seven interceptions. Hmm. Okay. And yeah, Johnny Manziel literally flamed out. He was arrested multiple times. He was just a nuisance. He ended up yeah. just really being a nuisance. Um, and bad, bad pick. Uh, uh, definitely a horrible pick. One of many horrible picks the Cleveland Browns had made in the draft in the first round. I gotta say the Browns, as of late, have made great decisions. But prior yeah. to 2018, they probably had one of the worst first round picks. Like in terms of their first round picking, it was just oh, horrible. Yeah. Well, it's a different it's a different regime now. So yeah, and so yeah, they're they're a lot smarter. So yeah, Johnny Manziel made my list because he had he, mm. he came with a lot of hoopla. There were people, yes, who doubted him, but there were many who said that um, that year's uh, draft class in terms of quarterbacks, it wasn't many. A lot of the teams ahead didn't really need a quarterback. Um, there are a lot of other position players that teams needed. So that was in terms of quarterbacks being picked and. You know, early on, that draft mm-hmm. class was a little weak when it came to that. But Cleveland needed a quarterback, and they drafted him. He came with a lot of hoopla, and he definitely flamed out. Mm. So, so, piece of advice. When the signs are there that there's potential, stay away. Potential for issues, yep. Yep, stay away. Uh, all right, so go ahead and hit us up real quick with your number three. My number three who made my list, believe it or not, was Jake Locker. Now, okay. you had him lower. I had him higher. Here's the reason why. The He was drafted in 2011, first round, eighth overall by the Tennessee Titans. The year prior, he could have went into the NFL draft. In many Mel Kuyper, McShay draft uh, boards, he was stated the lowest he would go had he went in the 2010 draft, the lowest he would go was two. Okay. Hmm. He had mm-hmm. a, he had an amazing junior year um, and he decided to stay for a senior year, which was not that, which was actually less productive than his junior year. Um, and he came with a lot of hype. And he flamed out. Yep. And uh, Rob covered a lot of his um, shortcomings earlier on. So I don't, you know, want to regurgitate the same information. But, yeah, Jake Locker is my number three um, number on the three. list. Number, yes, All on the right. List. My number three is somebody who ha- actually has been on the list already. He had him a lot lower. But it's Mitch Trubisky. Mm. Uh, so second overall from the University of North Carolina, the Bears traded up to get him. Uh, Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes are still on the board. Uh, 16 touchdowns per season in his four seasons. So he gave you about a touchdown a game, a touchdown pass per game. <laughs> uh, so number two overall pick drafted uh, ahead of two potentially future Hall of Famers. We got to see what happens with Deshaun Watson's career. Uh, but terrible pick, Mitch Trubisky, number three. He is the one who was backing up Josh Allen in Buffalo, not mm-hmm. Josh Rosen. Uh, so number three, Mitch Trubisky is the pick. 
So I'm going to move on to number two. Mm. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and give your, your number one first, but I'll go and give the number two uh, draft bus. This is from the 2012 that mm. draft that keeps the, the draft that keeps on giving. Second overall pick, RG3 mm. or Robert Griffin III. He was the uh, Heisman Trophy winner. Okay, he beat out Andrew Luck, who was picked first overall that year. Uh, as the best quarterback or the best player in college football out of Baylor, uh, drafted by the then Washington Redskins. And he had 36 touchdowns in his first uh, two seasons and then ended up throwing seven touchdowns over his next five seasons. Uh, he is pretty much now a career backup, uh, played for the Browns, uh, currently the backup to Lamar Jackson, who pretty much everybody thought that RG3 would be Lamar Jackson, uh, but with a better throwing arm. Mm-hmm. And that never panned out. So a total bust. Now, granted, he did injure his knee uh, earlier on in his career, but definitely one of the biggest draft busts set the you know, Washington franchise back to the point they're still searching for a quarterback now. Uh, mm. RG3, the second overall pick in 2012 draft, is my second biggest bust and that's funny that you had him number two because he was also my number two <laughs> <laughs> the 2012 Argy. draft that kept on giving us bus yeah um second overall uh just like rob said picked by the redskins he had a really good rookie year though his rookie yeah, year was good. A good rookie year and then after that, in, out right after that injuries injuries succumbed and that was the end of rg3 uh, like Rob uh, pointed out, he is backing up Lamar Jackson out in Baltimore. He probably would mm-hmm. not get any snaps unless, um, you know, Lamar Jackson is running up the score on, on, on teams. Uh, mm-hmm. But his, but like looking at him, and, and the, the part that I wanted to add is every time I see his face on the sideline, if you look at his eyes, you see he's like, man, I, I, I could have been, I could have been, I could have been. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, he could have been because let's be honest, his first if you look at his body of work in his rookie season, he was about to transform the league in, in what he could do with his legs and his arm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and remember, he didn't have a really good receiving core that first year. And he made nope. those guys look good yep. um, with his legs and his arm. And it, unfortunately for him, injuries took away what he could do. And mm-hmm. his career ended up the way that it it, it did. Um, it's sad because um, yeah. I really liked him out of college because I remember watching him in Baylor, how he would just torch. How he would just torch teams with, with his – he had a gun of an arm. Like, that boy could yeah. throw. Strong arm. Strong arm, fast legs, just a really good prospect. Yeah. That a, a lot of people say he was out. a better version of Michael Vick because mm-hmm. – Michael Vick's issue in college um, was his accuracy. He and could that throw was the issue in the league, too. Yeah, and that was an issue in the league as well. Uh, Robert Griffith, the thing with him was he had the legs and he also had the accuracy. He would hit yeah. his guys in stride, he, and he had some stud receivers um, mm-hmm. at Baylor at that time. Um, yep. But unfortunately for him, his NFL career did not pan out. Um, it, it, it's so bad that Washington, even after – picking him has never never had a good quarterback since no 
they actually drafted Kirk Cousins in that same draft. Yeah, and ends up Kirk Cousins ended up having a uh, better career than RG three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was my number two. All right, John, who's number one for you? Number one for me was Trent Richardson. Um, I know. I think. I, okay. I think. I think he was what for you, like four, five. Or five. He's yeah. my number one, and the reason why he's my number one because let's look at he was first round third overall that infamous 2012 draft he was drafted right after Robert Griffin the third okay mm-hmm. yep Browns unfortunately yep yes I'm sorry I'm gonna beat on the Browns the Browns drafted him but I want to pull up his stat line which to me is telling of uh, of his college career how great it was okay mm-hmm there is, a, and I forgot who said it, but there was a reporter, or I believe it was one of these analysts, who stated that he was the second coming. One had stated he was the second coming of Adrian Peterson. Mm-hmm. Another had stated that Trent Richardson was a combination of Walter, Barry, like he had the sweet feet of Walter Payton. He had the cut moves of Barry Sanders, and he had the power of, of Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson, to me, was a power runner. Like, he would, like, plow through you and just go. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't yeah. really have cut moves like, you know, Barry. Like, Barry had all those cut moves where he would just, like, lull you. Like, he would, like, dribble you um, mm-hmm. out of place. But here's the thing about him. In the Iron Bowl, Richardson ran for a career high 203 yards mm-hmm. in a 42 to 14 destruction of Auburn. Okay. Yep. He also won the Doak, Doak Walker Award, becoming the first player from Alabama to ever win that award. Okay. He was third in the Heisman voting. Okay. Many people thought that he, um, the eventual winner was Robert Griffin because he had a, um, crazy year that year mm-hmm. uh, it, when it comes to the stat line but Trent was on there Trent was on the list um, as a Heisman hopeful but yes his career and, and, and the thing is here's the thing he went to the University of Alabama you know Alabama produces a ton of NFL talent every mm-hmm. draft class his his forty yard time was four four five. Okay, hmm. lightning feet, power, and all that. <laughs> it's funny because when you look at Trent Richardson, he reminds you of another war- running back that came out of University of Alabama, um, King Henry. Mm-hmm. Who let's not forget Henry Henry's career didn't start off great, but turned no, out great. But turned out but good. Yeah. Trent Richardson was supposed to be Trent Richardson was supposed to be that and more. And unfortunately for him, it did not turn out that well. Um, It it did not turn out that way for him. He's my number one. All right. So my number one is a recent draft pick. He's from the 2019 draft. He was selected 15th overall. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dwayne Haskins is one of the worst draft picks Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. NFL history. Uh, Picked out of Ohio State. He was one of those one 
you know, your wonders. And he was just terrible. One, what started off the, just the, the bus status was the fact that he was charging people to come to his draft night party. The night he was drafted, he held a party and charged people to come in. That was a first strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, never really established himself as a leader in, with the Washington football team. Uh, 12 touchdowns, 14 interceptions in two seasons. Mm. And he was cut. To think about it, you get cut after two years of being a top 15 pick in the NFL draft, you must really suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is why Dwayne Haskins, in this uh, era of football where you get so many chances, uh, he's been signed now with the Pittsburgh Steelers, but one of the worst draft picks Uh just absolutely at no point during his career did he ever think that this guy was going to be the answer for Washington. Mm. At least with Mr. Trubisky, he had some flashes where he was decent. RG3, like you said, had a really good rookie season. Uh, Even Jake Locker, at least early in the first couple of weeks of his career, (laughs) looked like a quarterback. Uh, Looked like he could be a quarterback. To be be exact, the first three weeks of his career, he was... Yeah, the first three weeks. Yeah. Dwayne Haskins from week one was a complete dumpster fire on and off the field. One of the worst draft picks I've seen in recent memory. I'm so happy the Giants didn't draft him. Um, And he's my number one draft bust. Mm. Yes, he would have made he honestly would have made my honorable mention list, but I don't want to give him the gratitude because <laughs> the gratitude <laughs> the gratitude of making this list because uh, the, the amount of time I wanted to get more people who, you know, had, you know, some time had passed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, definitely Dwayne Haskins uh, belongs on that list. And here's the thing, folks, there's a lot more people had me and Rob extended our list i think i think we could do an entire live and just drop names it would be hours long of bus and and, yeah. and, and 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 the thing you know folks you know who are listening and who may be also watching um i want you guys to understand that the the upcoming draft that's coming up there's going to be some names picked in the first round that will also become bus you know, there's never been a year where the, everyone in the first round has been good. There's going to be some misses in the first round. Um, and so that's just the history of the league. Um, there's just a lot of players. Uh, believe it or not, I think that there was, a, there was some research done, and the best round that, that that's produced the most stars, has, I believe, is the third round. The third round mm-hmm. has produced, I think, the most stars in the league. Um, you know, so it's going to be very interesting to see. Can't wait for the draft and see, you know, did the right player get picked by the right team? And there are times. Yeah, the situation. Right. And, 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 and the thing is, like, looking at the history of when these players were drafted, you know, I thought about what would have happened if Trent Richardson didn't get drafted by the Browns had he, if he went somewhere else. Could he have panned out to be a good running back? Possibly. You know, and so, you know, when looking at these busts, you know, you have to ask yourself, were they drafted by the right team? Mm-hmm. Had they, if they were picked by someone else, could their careers have turned out to be better? If there was a better support system and a level of accountability. And, and honestly, when you look at it, 
a lot of these guys' uh, careers got cut short because of injury, but also a lot of it was accountability. How serious were they about their NFL careers? Mm-hmm. Um, and how it turned out, you know, so, you yeah. know, you know, that, that's what I wanted to say um, on that. You know, I'm sorry, folks, for those who made our list, you know, but we, we, we got to be real. You you flunked. Yeah, they did yeah. not pan out. And yeah, that's, you that's kind of what happens with the with the bus. Doesn't mean you're a bad person or bad people. Yeah. It just means you did not reach the heights that everybody expected you to reach. Mm-hmm. You know, pertaining to what you were drafted and how highly titled of a prospect you you yeah. uh, uh, were. So let's uh, wrap this up. Uh, you know, by just saying the NFL draft is coming up. Twenty twenty one NFL draft is going to have bus on it. You know, like I said, it's not an indictment of the actual person. It's just that, hey, you didn't make it as an NFL player. And it's mm-hmm. hard to put, it just shows good to show you it's hard. It's hard to make it in uh, the NFL. It's just, it's hard. And it's just a really difficult uh, league to play in. It's taxing on you emotionally, very tax, uh, taxing physically. And, you know, kudos to guys who make it, who are stars or Hall of Famers, but it's also always going to be a plethora of guys who just don't make it. Mm-hmm. Um, dra- getting drafted in that first round. So we'd love to hear what you guys think. Is John crazy for putting a kicker in his top 10 of NFL draft? He was not but, in my top 10. He was an honorable mention. Yes. Sorry for even mentioning a kicker. Yes. As a I think, NFL I think draft people agree. I think our friends uh, will agree. Hit us up at uh, Brothers Ballin Podcast. It's us on Instagram. Brothers Ballin Podcast. as Ballin without the G. Okay. Brothers Ballin Podcast. Hit us up on Instagram. Tell us what you think. Tell us what uh, what your thoughts are. Which draft busts do you think are probably ones that we should have mentioned or should have brought up? Um, also, hit us up on uh, email, bloodbrothersballin at gmail.com. Bloodbrothersballin, that's ballin once again without the G, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Guys, we appreciate the feedback. We appreciate the interaction. We appreciate the fact that you guys have decided to be a brother. Thank you. We love you. Peace out.